Down here in New Orleans, food can and often does make headlines. So my husband called and he says that he told me about it. Like he's the one that always listens to the news and keeps me updated, right? So he called and said they're having this Thanksgiving po' boy back. They haven't had it since before COVID. And he knows that every year after Thanksgiving, I always make the leftovers into the sandwich, right? So he's like, we should go get it. And I said, okay, meet me over there. And he's coming and I'm waiting for him. <laughs> and that's Mary, a nurse. And I'm Tom Trung, host of The Tom Report. This week for the podcast, we're at the world-famous Parkway Bakery and Tavern because it's Thanksgiving po' boys now back, but for a limited time. Mary got here right as Parkway opened at 10 a.m. Mary, I gotta say, it's a little bit early for a po' boy. I know, right? But, well, I don't know. It's never too early, I think. Like, especially when you get up at 5 a.m., right? I met Mary at the counter as she was putting in her order for the Thanksgiving po' boy. I got here early because I yeah. thought it might be a big line. Okay. Expecting a lot of people? Yeah, but it's the first one that's usually, you know, quieter than the second Wednesday. No waiting for Mary on this day. So, when you hear Mary, your Thanksgiving will be over there. The drink is down there. Let me get your receipt. You can remove it. Oh, it's already ready. Okay. They've called out Mary already? Yeah. Very fast. Got this going on. Thank you very much. Be well now. Thank you. Mary wasn't the only early bird. You get a little bit of... Thanksgiving early. Tara Sutton came here for the Thanksgiving po' boy too. It's the best parts, the, the dressing, the turkey, and the gravy and the cranberry sauce. So it's all the best parts. Do you feel like you're cheating though, having Thanksgiving early before Thanksgiving? No. You can only cheat if you have your king cake early before Mardi Gras, but not this. No. <laughs> we do get specific with our rules. That's though, right. Don't we? That's right. We do. Like many locals, Tara has been coming here for years. Since I was a teenager, yeah, I've been coming a long time, yeah. So outside of the Thanksgiving po' boy, like what, what's your go-to po' boy? Oyster. Oyster, oyster not dressed. Usually I get dressed, but oyster with butter, ketchup, hot sauce, and pickle. Interesting. I never heard of the butter aspect of it. And the ketchup. Butter on the bread, ketchup, hot sauce, and pickle. Try it. But I, I only get the oyster like that. Okay. Well, Everything else is dressed. Well, with a re- like quote unquote regular po' boy, like my, my go-to is the catfish, and I always get it dressed extra pickles with a little okay. bit of hot sauce. But I never tried the, the ketchup. Do you think the ketchup would work? Yes. The catfish? Yes. Um, interesting. It's good. I'm not going to get like shouted down for no. ketchup on my po' boy. No. Down. In fact, when I do order it like that, they say, "Oh, old school. We like it." So yeah. Well, that's old school. Going that's down. the way my parents ate the oyster po' boy. That's the way I grew up eating the oyster po' boy. Girl, I'm going to try that. Thank uh-huh. you. It's good. All right. Okay, Sorry. happy Thanksgiving. Parkway Bakery is a family business. It first opened in 1911 and has been a fixture in the Mid-City neighborhood of New Orleans ever since. The bakery went through a change of ownership after the previous family closed down the shop in 1993. Justin Kennedy's uncle bought the bakery and reopened it in 2005. I'm the GM of Parkway Bakery, but I'm, you know, I'm family, so I'm everything. Butcher, baker, candlestick maker. I live upstairs right above this kitchen with my wife and my kid. Parkway offers more than 20 different po' boys, but the Thanksgiving po' boy is something you can only get on Wednesdays in November. And this year, there's an added bonus, or lanyap as we like to call it down here. 
Instead of only four days of the Thanksgiving po' boy, there will be five because November this year has five Wednesdays. Oh, the magic, the magic. Yeah, this is luck. This is... Justin took me into Parkway's kitchen. We posted up right next to where two ladies were making Thanksgiving po' boys. That slow-roasted turkey, that homemade cornbread dressing, that, that rich brown turkey gravy, that homemade cranberry sauce all on one. As you can see, I mean, we're, and it's not a shy sandwich. I mean, she's loading it up. So it's the stuffing. Then you have turkey breast with cranberry sauce that they made in-house, and then some turkey gravy that they also made in-house. Yeah, they've been working on this since last week, and they're getting it all together. So it's a whole process to make sure everything's perfect for the Thanksgiving full boy. So how many? Thanksgiving pool boys have you made so far? So I've been here, we've been making since 10, and I made about, over here, me and her have both made about 20 each, so it's been 40 that's going out. But that doesn't count what they're doing down there also. Yeah. More than three years after the outbreak of COVID-19, shortages and supply chain issues seem to have lessened. That means there's plenty of turkey and Thanksgiving pool boys to go around. During COVID, we actually, that's what we did. We did like a pre-order drive-through. We've never stopped doing it. We've always done it. But the last three years have been kind of subdued. 2020 was COVID. We did a drive-through on Tuesdays. Did you have the Thanksgiving program? We had it. We did a drive-through. It was cold. It was pre-packaged. You went home and made it on your own. We had pickup times. We did hundreds of them. That was really awesome. 2021, there were still restrictions of how many people could be in your restaurants and mask or mandates and stuff like that. And... Man, aren't you glad those days are behind us, at least for now? I am so glad those days are behind It was really, really hard on the restaurant. We were lucky enough to have a facility. We could kind of jump some, not, not bend the rules. We were going by the rules, but we had enough outdoor space. We ran an outdoor restaurant and didn't have to worry about any of that. You know, you, no one came inside. You know, it was a luxury for you. Oh, it was a luxury, but uh, most people don't have that luxury. But anyways, yeah, so we had it last year, which was 2022, but we didn't advertise it because there was a turkey shortage. And I'm always skeptical. Was there really a turkey You know what? Shortage? I don't know if there really was. You know, there, the, the people that supply our turkeys couldn't get what we needed. So I don't know how far down the chain. For me, it was real. This Thanksgiving po' boy, we've been doing it since 2007. It's so popular that, you know, I did it anyways with the turkeys I could get, but I didn't say a word. People would call me, all the news outlets would call me, didn't say anything. I said, look, I told them there's a turkey shortage. I don't want you to put that out there. I'm just, I'm just not, uh, I'm just doing it for people in the know. And the people in the know, it was hundreds a day. Like, just knew. We didn't sign. We didn't say. They would come. They would walk up to the window and tiptoe and kind of like, uh, I didn't see any signage. Uh, Thanksgiving po' boy. And then the cashier would say, two, three. And they saw it in a relief on their face that we actually had it. So our people that were in the know, they were, you know, that's why I did it. To make sure the people who really wanted it, who remember it and use it as tradition, we had it for them. But, you know, all the other, you know, we get a lot of people from all over who just want to try it, right? That's never been here before. Uh, but this year, there's no shortage. Uh, it's wide open. I have 10 people making them at a time. And, and, and we look to make, you know, hundreds of them every Wednesday in November. And we have five Wednesdays starting today. Thursday, we cooked all the turkeys. Uh, Friday, we took all the bones, you know, when we stripped 
uh, the turkeys. We took all the bones and made the stock. Saturday, with that stock, we made the dressing. A Sunday, we made the cranberry sauce and made the gravy. And then we're closed each two days, uh, Monday and Tuesday. And I we learned that the hard way yesterday, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's, kind, it's kind of new. It's a new thing. But we closed Monday and Tuesday and opened today, uh, ready to go. Everybody has some rest. But everything was put out this kitchen right here. And this kitchen's brand new. We, we've, uh, you can't see, but around the corner, we have, we have three or four ovens. We have some tilt skillets. Just the, the equipment to get out the product. And we've never had that before. So it, it was actually, usually I get a little bit of anxiety because just trying to make the volume I have, we're, we're, we're doing things and, and pulling out burn, burners, propane burners. That's a sign of a good manager, by the way, right. when you have anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> but I had anxiety today, but just getting it all together was so much easier with this new kitchen we have. On this particular Wednesday, it was All Saints Day, which has a lot of meaning for a Catholic city like New Orleans. It's the day the New Orleans Saints franchise was born. It's also a holy day of obligation in the Catholic Church. So that means no class at a lot of local schools. It's part of the reason why Caitlin Lena was in the kitchen putting together Thanksgiving po' boys. The other part is she's got history here. When I say Parkway Bakery is a family business, that doesn't just apply to its owners. So I'm a school teacher during the week, and I work here on the weekends, but we're off for All Saints Day today, and I've been here since I was a freshman in high school. So you've been working with Parkway since I was a freshman in high school. My dad was a manager. He just left after 14 years to go work with Cisco, which actually does like the products for Parkway. So he's still in Parkway's life, but so he's still all in the family. Uh-huh, yeah. And my mom works here on the weekends too. But yeah, very family business. Everybody kind of works together. Can't let it go. <laughs> like many other restaurants and bakeries around here, this kitchen has its own ecosystem. To make it thrive, everybody has to play their role. Here's Purcell Ford. I cut the bread. I do the, uh, I slice the turkey. Uh, I help the chef out. I just, I'm, see, I'm, I'm usually on the bread in the front, in the front of the kitchen. Back here, doing the, uh, the uh, Thanksgiving, I cut the bread back here and I help, I just help out all around. Doing Thanksgiving, it might be a bit, little bit more pace to it because everybody is ordering uh, the Thanksgiving uh, pool boys. Up here you got, they got a choice of every pool boy and all like the hot sausages, smoked sausages, and hamburgers. And then we have two good sandwich makers back here too. And then we got a super chef over here. Don't leave him out. Because without the chef, hey, the kitchen wouldn't run. The chef done the stuffing, the gravy, the turkey, the cranberry. <laughs> I tell you what, anything you need in the kitchen? Ask Ted. Ask Ted, he'll go get it for you. Ted, is that true? I do my best to accommodate everybody. See that? Most of the time. With the addition of the Thanksgiving po' boy on Wednesdays, Parkway will be busier than usual. And that's saying something. The bakery has become a destination in one of America's most distinct food cities. It's crazy how, look, I've been on uh, TV shows. It's been on nationwide shows, Food Network, Best Thing I've Ever Eaten. It gets New York Times. Uh, there'll be all kind of uh, people come talk about it because it's unique, you know, it's, it's done right. Like it's not just heat and serve stuff. We're cooking these whole turkeys. We're making the dressing, throwing the dark meat in it. We're stewing down these cranberries and making cranberry sauce. I mean, everything's like how you would do it at your dinner table. That's why we can only do it this one day because the labor that goes into it, we couldn't keep up every day. 
you know. So it's it, a lot it of work. It, it's yeah. a lot of work for one day. That work has taken on more meaning since Parkway teamed up with the Al Copeland Foundation. If you don't know who Al Copeland is, you may have heard or tasted some of his creations. It's original. It's Popeyes. That new on the spice tastes so, so nice. It was delicious. It was different. Love that chicken from Popeyes. Big Al Copeland was a New Orleans icon. He founded many restaurants, including Popeyes Chicken. He was flamboyant and epitomized what it means to be bigger than life. But after being diagnosed with a rare form of skin cancer, Copeland died in 2008. If someone was, was stricken with cancer, you know, you think the dollars might help having a little money. And, you know, Al had it, right? And, and, and look, no money in the world could save him. You know, the, the cure just wasn't out there. And they traveled all over the place. And you look at a man that was young, healthy. He was in his early 60s. And he went, jumped from hospital to hospital uh, trying, to, trying to get this cured. And what, three to six months, he was gone from diagnosis. And he died in Germany. That rare cancer would eventually claim the life of one of Parkway's workers, someone Justin cherished. The cancer that Al passed of was Merkel cell carcinoma. And I had a guy that worked for me for like 10 years. His name was John Jackson. And this is my connection, how I got on board. John uh, did 30 years in Angola, right? He was sweetheart of a man. I guess when you do that time, you learn some things. He was a mentor to me. And I'm talking when I was in my early 20s. And he worked for the Copelands. They gave him his first job out of jail. But he lived right next door to me with his sister. He hadn't gotten on his feet yet. So when he'd go to work, I'd talk to him or not. And eventually he said, Justin, why don't you, uh, I mean, he asked me if, if he could come work with me just because it was right next door. And he said, I love the Copelands. I'm going to upset him. But it's just easier. So I hired him. And he'd always relate. This is a family business, right? He related our family to the Copelands. I'd never met the Copelands. And... You know, one day Mr. John come in, he couldn't even walk. And that's the sad thing. Some people, they just fight through pain and they don't go try to get checked out. And some of it's money reasons, right, or insurance reasons. And whatever the reason, he worked until he went down. Same, same diagnosis, died in a couple of months. And as I, Al Copeland. As Al Copeland. So Mr. John did much everything, right? He fried. He, he worked at tables. And... I'm telling you, this guy, man, he was a mentor. I got a picture of him on the wall over here. When I was 25, I'm 38. When I was 25, he gave me 25 $1 bills. He said, man, you can, I'm going to give you 25 $1 bills, and on your birthday, you spend one of them. You think about that old man, John Jackson. I could be dead and gone. Well, he died a few years later after he gave it to me. So this year, you know, I, my birthday's on Saturday. I'm giving my do John's dollar to the foundation. The Al Copeland Foundation is dedicated to fighting cancer through research and clinical trials. For several years now, Parkway has partnered with the foundation to raise money for that mission. It's why Tara Sutton, who we met earlier in the podcast, came to get her Thanksgiving po' boy on this day. My dad passed from prostate cancer. Uh, he lived very well for 30-some years with it, but he passed away 10 years ago. And one of my best friends, it will be a year next week that she passed away from breast cancer. And I helped take care of her for three years. Yeah. I guess you didn't need extra incentive to get a no, Thanksgiving po' boy. Not at this all. This definitely helps. Correct. Because the Thanksgiving po' boy draws such a big crowd, making for a really long line on Wednesdays, Parkway offers tickets to bypass all of that waiting. Of course, you have to pay for that privilege. And the money raised goes to the Al Copeland Foundation. Infused sandwiches can help save lives, and that's what we're trying to do with the Thanksgiving po' boy. So the deal is, the donation deal is, you go on there, alcopelandfoundation.org, uh, 
you go there and you can buy a skip the line ticket because usually the line's like 200 deep. This is the first week. It's the day after Halloween. It's kind of this. Usually we only have four Wednesdays, but this fifth snuck in, so it's probably going to be a little slower than than Wednesdays in the past. But that's fine because it it gets us in gear to you know get our flow going. Get a little padding. But yeah, so next week there'll be a longer line. The next week there'll be a longer line. The day before Thanksgiving there's going to be a line to the bayou, and then and then the day uh, the so we got a week after Thanksgiving. It'll be like the first one. It'll be a little slower. But those three, you know, we, we raise money. It's like, how can you skip the line? I mean, you, you donate $100. You skip the line. You get a commemorative T-shirt. You get the, the sandwich. You get to skip the line privileges. Uh, we have a, a... You get the sandwich. That's all I'm thinking about. That's what I'm saying. You get a homemade lemonade by a young man named Josh Petugula, who is also on the board. He started when he was nine. He's 14 years old. He makes money for the foundation doing lemonade stands. So I said, man, come help me out and do your lemonade part of the package. New Orleans Ice Cream donated uh, these awesome little pumpkin, they're not little, pumpkin spice ice cream sandwich with this like vanilla angel food cake as the cookie. Tis the season for pumpkin spice. Oh, yeah. And then Simplot donated sweet potato fries. So you get to order sweet potato fries. Leidenheimer donated all the French bread. So, uh, yeah, so a lot of this product's uh, donated, you know, for the skip the line. And, and that $100 goes to the foundation. And look, it's the best kept secret in town. What the foundation is doing is amazing. Look, this thing's fun. It's festive. People come dressed up. People come at uh, 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 9, 8 in the morning and wait outside with lawn chairs. The line gets crazy. It's, but I'm trying to just get the word out to people even more that this thing, this sandwich is a lot deeper than your taste buds and what a, a food critic can describe. A few minutes later, a food critic actually showed up in Parkway's kitchen. That's What's right. going on? How, yeah. how you been? Uh, uh, doing, Man, you look like you're going to Thanksgiving dinner when it right gets, now. When it gets cold, I layer up. That's right. So can't, uh, what are you here for? You, you doing Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving turkey, of course. Yeah, no, it's a tradition. Ian McNulty covers the food and restaurant culture of New Orleans for NOLA.com. You know what's weird to me, and I just had to recognize the moment because I, I was talking to a couple of customers outside and they said, yeah, you know, I saw that Parkway was bringing back the Thanksgiving po' boy this week and it's going to help the Al Copeland Foundation, which they've been doing for several years, but I had to come because I didn't want to wait for the line. But the fact that po' boys are making the news is hilarious to me, but it's also marvelous. <laughs> like, to, like it, it's only in New Orleans that a po' boy will make news, and it should be newsworthy. You know what? We should put that on the news. It is very, very New Orleans. And let me tell you, I've been covering food and restaurants and the food personalities of New Orleans for a long time, and I've noticed this. And it, 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 it things that would seem trivial in another city, they speak to this deep core identity that New Orleans people share. And, you know, at the end of the day, the news is filled with a lot of things that uh, can be pretty distressing, that are very serious, that Especially should be examined in high detail. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm very proud to work with colleagues who do just that work. But also for readers, viewers, there is something about it that just brightens their day and lifts their spirit. I mean, let's face it, it can get to the point where you feel like you can't do much about uh, the heavy issues that are weighing on us, not you personally, perhaps. But you can do something about lunch. You can do something about dinner. You know, and, and that's the kind of, that's, that's the news you can use part of it, I think. Uh, but no, it really is more about the cultural identity that New Orleans people share. And whatever else we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about uh, how that culture flows through our food. And it's a strong, strong part of it. And there's probably a good argument that we could probably talk about those heavy issues while eating a po' boy. 
yes, and probably find our way to a solution a little faster. Since most of us come to the proverbial table with our own understanding of what Thanksgiving tastes like, I asked McNulty if he thought it was bold or risky for a business like Parkway to present its own interpretation. You could say the same thing about, about presenting a gumbo in New Orleans, though. You know, anybody at a restaurant that's serving a gumbo is automatically competing with everyone's grandmother and mother and father and uncle who has a gumbo. You know, gumbo is very specific to here, sure. I think. But everybody that comes to Parkway to get, like, a Thanksgiving pole boy, I mean, they could come from, like, Utah or California, and they right. know what they think Thanksgiving tastes like. But then they come here, and it's like, this is what Parkway thinks. <laughs> well, the thing I like about this is, you know, the Thanksgiving leftover sandwich is, is a, an American tradition. It certainly was in my family. And it wasn't po' boys. It was, you know, on, on wheat bread the day after with lots of mayo slathered on there. Uh, but that's the, that's the leftovers from your family. Uh, and, you know, this is the day after you've had the big feast, and now you're having a turkey version of it. But what they're doing at Parkway is they're, they're priming the holiday spirit, because it starts, you know, right now. It starts uh, the first no, uh, Wednesday in November, continues every Wednesday in November. And so it's that, it's, it, I think it's part of that holiday psych-up. In addition to the cause, it's people saying, oh, yeah, these are the flavors of the season. Yeah, it's probably a little different than how your grandmother or your grandfather presents Thanksgiving back home or wherever you're from. But you put it all on a po'boy, and it automatically becomes something different. In the same way that a ham and cheese sandwich is very different from a ham and cheese po'boy, right? It's a different animal. So a Thanksgiving sandwich uh, at you know at grandmother's house the day after uh, is going to be a different story from your Thanksgiving po'boy at Parkway on these ensuingly and increasingly festive Wednesdays that unfold in November. With only a few of those festive Wednesdays left. Time is running out if you want to get an early taste of Thanksgiving. In New Orleans, I'm Tan Trung for WWL Radio.